Yeah, we're going we gonna to get into that. Don't you worry. Let's get into it. This how I'm feeling this week, dude. We're we going two ways with it. This is how we feel. Shout out Snow Allegra. This, dude, this shit is amazing. Yeah, I'm left behind. You ain't listening to this yet? I ain't here yet. Now the wind's blowing under the And then your boy Tyler got production credits on. come back in the spring. I did hear he got two songs on there. Fire. Fire. But this intro, this is the intro. She was on when I was like, It sounded like my kind of shit. No, it is. It is. When it started, I was like, goal. And it's it's like my type of R&B, but my girl still fuck with it. Because my girl don't really be fucking with the Tory, Drake, R&B shit. But this is our bag. Like, this shit sound like some Toronto R&B. But it's... It's her own style. Yeah, I don't really care. No one started sound like you. Tell me why you're here. I don't get around like you, no. Now you got time, I don't got any. You should have thought about that when you was with me. You just go ahead and be with everybody. You should know by now I ain't just anybody. I don't really care. But I bet you wish I do. See, I don't really care Really, I'm too good for you Let me make it clear Let me get my rap back about you. Let me get my rap back That shit hard, that sold me though I'm gonna definitely go check out the album That shit is amazing, like I'm gonna give you the rundown When we jump into music, cause they got a lot of music I wanna shout out this week But this shit, thank you Vic Mensa I've been waiting for this type of Vic Mensa For so long they just make a Just Blaze album. They make Just Blaze. This shit is hard. Real rap shit. Yeah, let me see if I'ma like this. Cause I usually don't really dive into this. Uh, Just Blaze. Well as they come, where I'm from, I'm the trellis one. Raised by the dealers in the village slum. Unemployment's high, it's harder to get a gig than to get a gun. They ain't got no workshop class, so the kids drill for fun. You hear me? I know the killers well, no free willy. They make a fiasco out of you for some free chili. Woo! I can't lose, I got a lot with me. It's just me and Ferrari Shepherd up in that 550. God sent me. Had situations, but I got sitchy, got glitches. Set on location when it got iffy. They must heard I got my bread up and they know they can't catch up so now they get a pickle that's a shy glizzy i'm relishing the moment shit everything is golden they sleeping on me niggas must be on that melatonin but my career is rolling i just needed more exposure you get exposed i'm sunning niggas no more hopeless them say when the soldiers wait that vic mental let me do youtube welcome to the show y'all missed the intro but soundcloud niggas got it i told you that shit was hard yeah, man. It I'll might just be it. just Blaze. I don't know, but like that—that's that classic, that classic rap sound. Yeah, he—he he definitely got that sound. If that's what he was going for, he did that. He did. The his- only thing is, it's like with niggas like that. Whenever I hear it, I can respect the fuck out of it. Like he was spitting, but I just don't know if it make my rotation. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm ever in the mood for the grimy raps. You know what I mean? See, only time is like when I'm on my way to work or if I'm on my way like some like some workout shit. Like that's the only time I really play yeah. that. Like if I'm in my ooh, hype me up. Like yeah, talk my shit. That's 
other than that, other than that, I'm with you. I'm jamming the Snow Allegra album. That's like, yeah. See that? That's what I've been on recently. That type of bag. Like I really just jam R&B, bro. And they got a lot of good shit. We gonna get into. Let's welcome the people to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you to everybody who listens week in and week out. We appreciate y'all. As always, my name is Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy Dewitz, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang. <laughs> and I'm joined by my guy, as always, my co-host, Mr. Doom. Brooklyn is in, in New York seeing the family. He, he on vacate this week. It's me and you rocking it, bro. Yeah, man, we're going to hold it down. Shout out my nigga B. That's a fact. How you doing How this you week? How you doing this week? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm hey man, I'm chilling, man. I had a crazy night last night. I actually was like, yo, I'm vexed up. I'm you went tired out. of being in the house. I'm tired of seeing niggas on Instagram posting they out in the streets. I'm like, man, you know what? I'm going out tonight, man. So I went to uh Circa. They built like a new hotel out here recently. Okay. And they got the most fire sports book area. Like, mm, so you I think. You- you ain't go out. You just went have a guy's night. Like you went watch yeah. the fight. You went drink a yeah. little drink, eat some food, there and have go. some betting going on. There you go. Yep. So yeah, I, I thought you was about to say you went to the club. So you know, I would nah, fuck with nah, that. Nah, nah, nah. last I night, I think the club days is behind me, bro. I'm with you because my girl was fiending to do something last night, and I was like, look, my, either my homie's coming through, I'm watching a fight with you because all her friends out of town, and I'm just like. Either you can watch the fight with me, we could kick it or whatever. Or my homie's gonna come to tomorrow and watch the game. So we just made some, we fried some, so I fried some wings. Like she did the thing. We went to the Asian market, get all like the little Asian ingredients for some Asian wings. I finally found a wing sauce for me that's like spicy enough, tasty enough. Cause I don't fuck with Frank's Red Hots. I think niggas, I think niggas be gassing themselves up over that Frank's Red Hot. Yeah, I don't really fuck with it either. I'm so happy you said because I didn't want to offend nobody. But like, since you don't fuck with it, then we cool. I can offend niggas. Yeah. Bro, that shit is ass. Yeah, it's not it's not high level, man. No, not I at wanna, all. I want to try Dustin shit. I might be skipping too too far ahead with the topics, but I want to try his shit too. And his shit, man, I got I heard like a lot of people that got it actually fuck with it. Okay. I thought about buying it just to support my nigga. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I always, you know, niggas just streaming a fight. I ain't paying no pay-per-view. <laughs> so I'm like, man, let me throw Dustin some money, man. But people fucking with the sauce. I have to try it. I'm going to have to try that. And I'm going to save that because we, we don't want to get people away from the sports because I got a lot to talk to you about that fight. But <sighs> I got this, like, mango habanero sauce. Shit is fire. Shit is gas pack, And it's not the Buffalo Wild Wings shit. Super spicy. So I fuck with that. But other than that, yeah, man, just, kill, just kicking it, watching, just chilling at the crib, you know. Finally got it feeling like a home, so I'm just chilling. Like that's what's up, man. It's I, Lydia, I know that, it's Lydia, that little yeah. phase when you move into the new crib and like it's your spot, but you ain't really settled yet, so it don't really feel like home. You know what I'm saying? I hate that. I hate that's that too. And and that's why I, my girl was like, Man, you just been watching all of our classic shows. And I was like, I said it today. I was like, I'm just trying to make it feel like our home, you know, like I'm trying to make it feel like a home. That's why I've been running back the classics and we started watching new shit today. And I was like, all right, yeah, it's it's starting to feel like because when I first moved in, it felt like a vaca- like I was on vacation and just chilling here and about to have yeah. to go back to the dusty ass apartment. <laughs> yeah. But that's it, what's it, up though, man. It sank in. So yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's a fire little feeling, bro. Congrats mm-hmm. on that. 100 percent that the only other feeling like this is when you get a new car yeah because i think the the house is better though okay it's it's like 
it don't even it you is. know what i'm saying because when is. you get the crib bro like the car yeah you spend some time in it but home is like that's where you spend all your free time true. bro. that's true you know what i mean so you need to make sure that situation is right and when you finally get the right little spot shit start you know it does it, better, it is more different. productive I, and other shit you know what i'm saying like that's a big move bro I can't lie to you. You right. But man, when you get that new car, you roll another street. Niggas like, yeah, <laughs> see, but that that's for like the flexing purpose. Oh, yeah. You got to get the new car just so you can show niggas like, yeah, man. <laughs> niggas is not struggling over here. Niggas. That's, a, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. So I wanted to start this week off. And if my family listened to this, look, I'm sorry. I'm not going to say no names. I'm not going to get into the situation crazy, but I got to talk about it. It's my life. That's what my show is. I'm sorry. So. I want to bring it to a wide topic, but have you ever been in a situation where your family members start fighting? Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's definitely like, not often. Like, not, not. No, 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 no. Ass, like fist fight or nothing. Well, like, okay, so maybe like a a father and son that you related to get into it, or like a mother and daughter, two two brothers, or whatever the situation may be, but they get into it. They may push one another one time and then it's just a bunch of cussing and then it's like yeah. beef for a couple of days. Yeah, I, I've definitely been in that situation more than okay. a few times. Same. So that, that happened this past weekend. And it, it, so I'm chilling. I'm not going to say with who, but I'm chilling with like my homie and, and he get a call and he had to <laughs> he literally had to drop. It. He was like, he was like, yo, your brother and your pops, they they getting into it. They they fussing. Uh, your brother push your pops. Your pops want to go beat him up. The mama stop it. It was big shit. And then so my mama called me and was like, why don't you go talk? I was like, what am I going to say in this situation? I'm not about to go get myself involved yeah. in that. Like, yeah. That's got to boil over. They got to they got to have communication. There's 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 something at the root of that. Yeah, for real. I can't do shit about that. For real. And that, that's when it be awkward, bro, especially like. Let's say you at like a family situation and it's like the people that get into it, their relationship is much closer than you. Like you're all family. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you feel like if you step in, you really might be overstepping some some real shit because you don't know what's going on when they at home, not around everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Like, like you can't get it between two sisters, two brothers, a father, son, a mother, daughter. Like you like yeah. as, a, as a cousin or as like a nephew as whatever you may be. You can't get into that, man. Yeah, like, man. That's it's like a- me and my brother get into a, in, a, in an argument. The only people that can really tell me and my brother something really is probably like my mom, my pops, my grandma, my grandpa. My uncles and aunts, if they say something, we're going to. Yeah. You see, the only thing you could really do in that situation is just try to calm them down. Mm-hmm. But I think where it go wrong, especially like when it's when it's between family, like family members will start trying to say, who wrong and who right they, like, oh, that, def- to, that you know what definitely I'm happens and then they and start talking you, shit yeah, and then it just bro. Be- yeah and once that happened then that's when shit could get a little out of hand bro you know what I'm saying like so I don't like getting into the family drama bro because it's a lot of that going on these <laughs> it's days. just too much like yeah like I like I, I I avoid all drama in my life and I'm definitely not supposed to have to deal with it with my family. But like you yeah. said, it's a rare situation, uh, at least with me. My family not like these these people that's like, because you hear about it where they just fuss all the time. Brothers don't yeah. talk any time a situation. Like, nah, this happened once every while and it always gets squashed. Yeah, I, I feel super lucky, bro, because there's a lot of families that's like that. It is. Like, I'm glad, like... I was telling my sister the other day, like, I couldn't even imagine beefing with my sister on some, like, I'll never talk to you again type That's shit. That's nuts. 
like we would we would have our differences we might disagree on some shit like and i might say some shit that rubber the wrong way but i don't i could never see it getting to the point where it's like yo i'm never talking to you not a day in my life again you know what i mean and some people really be like that some people do that like the longest i ever not talked to my brother for was a week yeah it was a week and that and we was both mad but he was busy and like and then Sunday I was like, man, I'm sorry. And then that, and that was it. Like, that's the longest yeah. I've ever gone without talking to him. But I'm it, with you. You can't do forever. Be, yeah, man. It should be easy to just, like, understand with your family member. Like, yo, my nigga lost his cool. He might have said some fucked up shit, but we still, we still Gucci. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that shit be wild to me when people just cut their family members off. But to stick to your topic, that shit has definitely happened in, you know, in my family. When niggas just start. And that's why I'm glad I'm in Vegas, bro, because I'm like <laughs> far enough to where nobody can even pretend to stick me in no shit. You know what I mean? They can't no rely way. on me. They don't even want to call. No, that's how I, that's how my uncle in Houston is. But like you said, though, there's a lot of people going through it, man. I feel bad for them. Like, I could never imagine. Like, I, I know somebody that don't talk to their mama no more. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, huh? I'm just glad I have a good relationship with people in my family because some people don't. And it's and it's and like for the people out there whose family members are toxic and you have to cut them off. I feel I'm sorry that that happened to you because that's a real thing, too. Yeah, that is a real thing. And that's that's like a hard situation to be in, bro. Like, I actually know somebody right now that's dealing with that with their sister. Yep. And it's like she she got a level head. Like I listened to her talk and it's like it's one of them situations where she love her sister. She want to be there for her sister. But every time my sister around, the fuck shit happens. So yeah. it's just, at some point, you got to like, yo, I, I love you, but I got to cut you off. Like, Because you're not you're not you bringing down the situation every time. It's not yeah. me like and that's yeah. where the toxicity comes. And it's like you got to they got to grow from that. That can't be yeah, something. Man. That you know, shit is do. tough. Yeah. Like you say, I'm just glad that's not my situation. Facts. You know I mean? Facts. Doom, we was a week early. We was a week early. Last week we talked about Drizzy. We said that nigga was definitely trying to smash old boy mama. And niggas was like, nah, nah. I saw the pods like, nah, they just he's just friends. We said, nah, you niggas are crazy. Y'all just being politically correct. We said it. The nigga was but, at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, dude. man. <laughs> and that bro, I'm saying, like, not only is he trying to smash, like <laughs> He trying to cuff that. You don't mm-hmm. do that, my nigga, if you don't really like the chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Bro, that's just a lot. To, you know, if he was just trying to hit, take out, have, you know, have fun. Because, you know, people just have, like, little quick situations. Yep. Like, where they know it's not really going the long term, but, man, it's fun. You got a money. Couple, get a couple beautiful. dinners. Have you know sex what I mean? a couple times. Maybe go yeah. to do a couple outings. But after this, we just going to go our separate ways. We just going to let it die. Yeah, this, yeah, this don't seem like that. Unless, this, yeah, this is not that at all. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Is this Drake's version of, like, a Doom and Linden date? Like, is this just nothing to him? Probably so. So... I, I, I can't imagine that that situation caused him any type of stress 200k you know 200k I mean? just just threw through to the side i don't even think that much bro because he cool with mookie bets like in mm. real life so you know it might be easy for mookie to be like yeah you just gotta throw this the security enough money to sit here for two hours well you that's how I mean? much dodger stadium told twitter if they wanted to rent it that's how much it cost. yeah yeah i mean it's possible bro <laughs> 
That's crazy, bro. I just don't think they would even worry about hitting Drake with the bill. Like, it's just fire as, like, promo for the stadium. Because now they like, yo, you want to do the same shit? 200 bands. <laughs> and you know it's niggas out there that's going to pay it. It's that's niggas a- rich enough, bro. Bro, women been been wilding already. Some I saw people, shout out to my homie Bree. This shit was hilarious. Bree was like, look, I understand y'all can't rent out Dodger Stadium, but go rent out the nearest high school stadium, the nearest high school football, the Cougar Dome. Go rent out one of the, the five things. She People expecting their mans to rent out places now, man. You you rent out the nearest Las Vegas high school stadium, dude? You see, now me, I'm just <laughs> not that kind of nigga, bro. Like I'm just I'm cool with just regular dinner. We can go to dinner like regular people, man. Same. You know what I mean? If that shit is not good enough for you, then <laughs> I'm just not the nigga for you. Real shit. Cause 200k for a date, that's crazy. Bro, even I feel like even if I had a B in my account, like if I was sitting on a billy, I still wouldn't just 200k for two hours eating. And then you know it had to be a, like he had to pay that bartender for time too. Like yeah. this was this might have been a half a million dollar date, depending on like the services of the chef. Cause I'm so Drake don't eat from no eat from just anybody. Yeah. Nah, I already know that that 200 k if that's what Drake spent, it went to like staff and the food and all that shit. Like, cause you gotta think about it. If they open up that stadium, you gotta get security for the whole shit. Facts to make sure then nobody need, come in. Then you cause Dodger Stadium ain't a restaurant. You gotta actually hire some niggas hire to come your own cater that come situation. In. You know what I mean? Then like, because it's in season, you I'm sure you gotta hire the stadium crew to whatever yeah. they gotta do to the field yeah, after. Bro. Yeah, that shit is crazy, bro. That's a rich ass nigga, bro. <laughs> hey, all I can do is just hope that I can hit like 10% of that type of shit in my That's lifetime, bro. That's a fact. And so now look if if you're Mari Bailey, how do you feel? Are you like, hey, that's what I mean. My mama didn't drink. I would like I wouldn't like I, I seen a lot of people talking like as if that's a fucked up situation. But, bro, if I'm him, I would want my mama to talk to a nigga like Drake. See, OK, now let me say this, because because I talked about this on the radio because it, it broke Friday. And I want to ask you, I said me today. I agree with you. Me today. It's like I want my mama to be happy. I'm like, yeah, go do that shit. I'm trying to get the Drake interview. So I'm trying to use this just as like, huh, I'm going to get I'm going to get a little something out of this. But see me in high school. I don't know. I don't see, know. I can't. I was in. I, I wasn't mature enough to understand about like mom's dating. It was still like, you know, that yeah. that, that young boy and, feeling. And I'm I'm with you. But I think even then, because like when I say that, I, I'm, I'm looking through his young brain you know what i'm saying and like if i was him i would think like all right this nigga started coming around my games and good shit started happening for me you know what mm-hmm. i mean now niggas looking at me they, it ain't just about brownie like niggas know That's who true. i am and now they peeping for my game so it's like and obviously he was already good before drake ever went That's in there. he was like a top rated prospect but we didn't but know him like yeah exactly i didn't know who he was before the shit so like that took the awareness of him as a brand to another level. And That's he, true. He, he know, like, I feel like it's different when, like, if we try to compare it to like when we was kids, cause like if our mama start dating, it's most likely just <laughs> some regular <laughs> nine to five ass nigga. You know what I mean? You're like, nigga, leave my fucking mama, mama alone, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but 
if if it was like you know what i'm saying a situation where this nigga started talking to your mama and your whole shit just changed like you was in a whole nother situation you would feel a little more okay with that because that nigga gotta know that his mama is attractive like as much as you never want to admit that about your moms, if your mom looked like that, like she you do, know. you gotta know. Yeah, you if can't it's be not stupid Drake, about it. it's gonna be some other niggas at your mama. Head. And for niggas out there, like, like <laughs> what y'all talking about? Like, think about your sister. Like, if you got a hot ass sister, nigga, you know niggas coming to your, your coming to your door. You can't do nothing yeah, about man. that. It just it happens, man. That's true. That is a good point. And look, you are right about this. So I want to ask you this: Does that mean money cures all? I wouldn't say that, but it helped. Okay. It's like the the most major factor to the shit. Because I was trying to think about like me, high school, like you said, in his thing. And like you said, how moms talk to a regular nine to five dude. But if if my mom like started talking to your like the biggest CEO of like wherever we at, like big CEO, nigga millionaires and our whole situation changes. Is that is that different than the random regular dude? Absolutely. Okay. Like easily, you know what I mean? Especially me and my kid mind. Mm-hmm. Like adult mind, I'd be like, man, fuck that. I can't, you know what I mean? Like good for him, but I'm too old for handouts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I feel but okay, yeah. As a as a kid, like hell yeah, bro. You would know that that would immediately change everything in your situation. That's true. That is true. Especially as a kid, bro. Like the only thing that ever caused you any stress was wanting what you didn't have you know what that's i'm saying a fact. that's a fact no you absolutely it was right always like the new shoes the new xbox the new like you wanted something and if you ever was feeling played it was because you couldn't have whatever you wanted like that was before our adult life stress like that was all the fuck we cared about that's a fact and then that helps alleviate it no you got a good point and then if i'm amari bailey i'm gonna I'm pull that nigga to the side and say hey let me listen to the album my nigga yeah and you <laughs> bro you know them kind of perks come with it Exactly. You know them kind of perks come with it. Like, that's why I said, I wish Drake would talk to my mama, nigga. I'd get us the interview. And niggas yeah, like, man. oh, you trying to say your mama? I said, no, I'm not trying to sell my mama, nigga. I want the interview, nigga. What you talking yeah. about? If my mama <laughs> happy, cool, as long as this nigga not a douchebag, then I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But but now nah, I will say this. The, the one negative is if it ends badly and you're Amari Bailey, you're going to hear your mama name in a song. <laughs> yeah. That and like now you got to just deal with even if that shit don't even happen, like the whole world watching a relationship. That's like a every move, which I, I do think that a part, like a lot of it is self-imposed. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it was an accident that- That helicopter, helicopter flew over? Flew, Fuck know. no. I think this is all, and see some people are saying on Twitter that this is genuine some based on his face. No matter what niggas say, as much as I'm a Drake fan, I'll never say that was for the rollout. This album is called Certified Lover Boy, and the nigga went go buy Dodger Stadium. Like this yeah. is for the album. Like, this is yeah. this is part of the rollout we've been talking about. Yeah, and it's working. Mm-hmm. Literally, everybody's talking about that. So I mean, I salute him. I do think it was a, a level of seriousness. Like I think he actually is talking to dude, mama. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no, I actually he, think he that's might, a real thing. But I think the extra, be, yeah, that's rollout. Just that. He knew he was getting a date and he was like, make sure this shit is on camera. Yeah, facts. No, I'm, you know what I'm saying because because ain't no way like somebody was saying, well, the helicopter would fly over anyway because they see Dodger Stadium on and it's not supposed to be. How you know that's not a cleaning like. Yeah. That's he, he had. He They knew what was about to happen. He knew and he wanted that to happen. And think about it like this. Like if that was like a, a news chop or something, how the fuck? these niggas get the clips before the actual 
news. You know exactly. what I mean? Like nobody had it but these little random outlets. Like somebody DM'd them the video the- specifically. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? Like, hey, post this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like academics, post this on your page, dog. That's yeah. a fact, though. No, you're absolutely right. So, but I just thought that was hilarious. We was a week early. Before we get to like some of the fuck shit in the world I want to talk to you about in our relationship topics, let's do new music. So like like we said, the jump, Snow Allegra dropped. Shit is amazing, Doom. Like real talk, temporary highs and violet skies. Like we said, for the people on SoundCloud, YouTubers, y'all didn't hear it. Tyler Creator produced two songs. Neon Peach and uh, In The Moment, both are really great. Neon Peach to me is a little bit better. It's a little more up-tempo, but... Then Fauntleroy has a, a feature on this, but everything about this project to me, and I know people going to be like her, Jasmine Sullivan. To me, this is the best female R&B album this year and up there for one of the best R&B overall projects of this year. I can see that. I'm trying to think of any like major R&B. Buster, yeah, I mean, like Jasmine Sullivan. Type. I liked it, but I think Snow Gitter. Yeah, I, I do, too. I agree with that. And I would expect that going in. So I don't think that's a knock at Jasmine Sullivan. Like, I I just think they playing at two different, you know what I mean? Yep. The only other R&B projects is the Division one, which I think Snow got. Bryson, which I think Snow got. Now, you may not playboy Tory Lanez. Yeah. See, but that's two different bags to me. Because I feel like what Tory do is different from, like, Snow Allegra type R&B. That's a fact. That's, like, real... You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not all of the trap produced production. No, like there's very like real... little. I don't think there's any trap production on Snow yeah. album. So, but I feel with you. But if we talking that, this got to be the best one. Another album I played Vic Mensa at the start. YouTubers, his I Tape project. I came on to late. He dropped it this year. I don't know if it came out like this week or anything. But there's a song Victory on it. He he does a lot of real rap shit. The song with Wyclef and Chances on it. I really like that song. I think that's the first time I heard Chance rap well in a long time. So check out iTape. That's great. Um, Justin, the host of our uh, Never Less Than Ill podcast, put me on this dude, Aaron Frazier. He's like this blues, 70s soul, big band, R&B type shit. Yeah. It's fire. It's called Introducing Aaron Frazier. Fire, bro. Fire. But like, go check it out. Because I like that old type school of shit. shit, though. Yeah, but like, that's the type of shit I'll be fucking with, bro. Okay, because it's big band, like very bluesy, soulsy, 60s, 70s type type shit. But today, that shit's great. Um, Vince Staples dropped new rap album, and Vince singing on this. Damn, like he didn't expect he, that. He was doing like the melod. I don't want to say the mumble tune trap rap melodic type of shit, because you can understand him. But he definitely jumped into this. Is his version of that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard, though. He, I'm, Of course, he's still I'm a, rapping, but like... Yeah, I'm going to have to check him out. Because that the one song you played, that sounded hard. That's, like, hard enough for me to go and check the rest of his shit out. You should definitely check that out. Like, he got... Vince has 10 songs on this. It's fire. So, that's definitely worth checking out. So, yeah, I got Vince Staples, Vince Staples. I tape Vic Mensa, introducing Aaron Frazier, Snow Allegra. Those are the four projects that I checked out this week. That are really fine. I still need to check out Charlie Day Wilson, uh, uh, R&B act out of Toronto. So I'll let y'all know about that next week. But other than that, it's pretty much we got some good music, man. This is two weeks in a row. Yeah, man. I feel like now the outside is open. Everybody dropping. Mm-hmm. And you can a, hear like, you can hear people just been saving shit. Yeah, 
And it's definitely going to be like a release heavy back of the year. Like, oh, I think sure. everybody unloading because they trying to tour. And I think people are trying to, I think the people that were in the back half of the year and the people that was supposed to drop at this time, I think a lot of them are waiting. I think a lot of them are waiting for the Drake bomb to drop. Yeah. So I think once Drake album drops, I think we're going to get like you just a flood of shit. Yeah. But I think like, like that's going to be the mark that music is back when Drake drop. I agree. Because he's not going to drop until it's like COVID has zero effect on the market no more. That's a you know fact. I mean? Like I feel like that's what he waiting on. No, you're right about that. I agree with this you. This might be like his last, like the way he leading into this, this might be his last album for tour. a while. Because I think he like, he gearing up to for the home run. Like he ain't trying to get no base hit. Like he trying to yeah, this big tour. This like, seems I really like think this gonna one going to be R&B rap. It seems like he, he about to give us what we wanted for a while. And I don't know. I'm with you. If this one is that, if like this one's the one where people are like, whoa, this Drake shit, classic, sounding better. I think he's going to take a break and he's going to get his acting directing bag. Yeah. Because you I can see that. Him. Yeah, I can see that. And it's an easier bag, bro. It is. You don't have to, don't do have to Yeah, you don't have to be on the road for half a year. You know like look I'm at saying? Lil Dicky. Like Lil Dicky is a perfect example of um, I don't want to make any more music. I don't want to make any more albums. Shit is too stressful, but I'm going to go make a TV show about yeah. my life and just he, but what's crazy is he actually got a talent for that he does like it's, it's almost like that show is so good it make me think that his rap was only something he used to get enough capital to get into this i said that on my on my on our movie podcast like in season one when we first did this i didn't want to say that little dicky like never liked rap but i definitely don't think he thought of rap as like his in goal, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he ever yeah. wanted to be the best rapper. I think he was like, I'm gonna do this and whatever I can to get on to what I want to do. For example, like yeah. the pod, like not, no, not this pod, like my radio show at ESPN. I don't necessarily know if I want to be ESPN radio for the rest of my life. I'm trying to just use that to get to where yeah. we're trying to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and Lil Dicky's a prime example of that working. Yeah, at that show, bro, is like, way better than I thought. Like, I really thought going into it that it was going to be just a cheesy comedy. No. But I wanted to watch it because there was, like, guest people in it that I was, like, interested in. Like, they got fucking uh, Sway Lee in one. Yeah, Taco sold me. Like, when I found out Taco was a main actor. He actually, like, in the cast, though. So he, like, and and he's straight. That's what blew my mind. And then your boy... Andrew Schultz, the redhead dude, he's a comedian that does pods with all of them. Yeah. So he he in there and then, um, but like you said, the guest league, you get Sway Lee, you get Trippy Red in season one, like season two. Right now, the yeah, guest stars that happen is- Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yep, and Kendall season. Jenner. Like, this shit is crazy, dude. It's yeah, like, bro. to me- the And best the show com- is actually really good. That's the thing. The, to me, the best comedies out of, of like the later 2010s, 2020 era, like this era- would be Dave, Atlanta, and Insecure. Yeah. And what's crazy is I think Dave might be the best out of those three. Mm. And I hate saying that because Atlanta... I take. I See, I don't know. I can't say it's better than Atlanta, dog. See, but this is the thing. This is the thing. I look at Dave, and I'm like, yo, this is literally just the fucking white version of Atlanta just produced way better. 
You know what I mean? Like the way that they put everything together is produced way better. Like, this and I great. love Atlanta. I love this. I love this. I, love Atlanta, this. I didn't think we was gonna get into Atlanta I versus love, Dave. But I this love awesome. Atlanta, bro. But Dave is like heat. Is this heat, is. Bro. I'm clipping this. This is hot. This is hot take. I did not. It's okay, heat, so man. All right, let me see how I'm gonna defend Atlanta. So okay, so Dave is more about him and like. It, it is heat and they do do a lot of good relationship stuff. But to me, Atlanta, the way that they spoof things in the way that they have like double and triple entendres about shit that they do to me is better. And the acting is better in Atlanta. You got Lakeith, you got Donald, you got Zazie, you got Paperboy. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know. You. Oh, Brian Tyree Henry. Dave, you dealing with Dave Taco, the comedian I just nah, told that, you about in Gator. <laughs> I do give you because like at times, like when you watch Gator, it's like, my dude, you you shouldn't be acting at all, bro. Like, Don't at do that all. to Gator. At all. <laughs> not, I'm not. Cause because what's crazy is I was talking to Chris about this the other day, because he fucked with it too. The thing that make Gator so like likable as a character because it's is him. You know he's playing him in real life. So you forgive the acting because you know he's not an actor. Exactly. No, I. Agree. But it'd be funny, like it worked in a comedic way. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree 100. Because to me, Gator, the two, my two favorite people in Dave is Gator and Mike, the manager. Yeah. See, but man, that nigga Lil Dicky is a funny. Oh, he a clown, bro. For sure, he is a funny motherfucker. Sure. That episode, I don't know if you you watching the new season or not. I am. I, I'm on. I, I watch them all. The the episode, I think it might have been the second one. With Benny Blanco, but it was doing all that ass eating shit, bro. Them <laughs> niggas are wild. Like they pushed the envelope on what I thought was gonna be happening on an FX show. Oh no, for, you know but I mean? see, I can't say that because I I can't say that because they do push the envelope, but I don't think they're able to do it if Atlanta didn't do what they did. Because Atlanta yeah. pushed the envelope. Yeah. That that conversation, I'll never forget the episode where they was in prison. They was talking to the gay man about him getting fucked in prison. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, bro. See, but you absolutely right on that because I will give Atlanta the credit is they open the door. Like I think with no Atlanta, there is no Dave. There's no Dave for sure. Or Dave just looks completely different as a show. It looks more like it's always sunny, maybe because it's yeah. always sunny. Push the boundaries, but it's it's always sunny. It's basically Seinfeld, but just crazier yeah. shit. Yeah, Atlanta but that, and Dave that's is like in a different. different bag. Yeah, that's a different bag of whatever they do. Mm -hmm. But Atlanta and Dave, that's like a whole separate genre to me. They're they're funny, but they seem they're almost like, you know how Wolf of Wall Street niggas say it's funny, but it's a serious like it's it's almost they take it serious. Yeah, that's how Atlanta and Dave to me are like, it's funny, like it's super hilarious. But like, yeah, I don't look at it like I look at Seinfeld. I don't look at it like I look but, at Parks and Rec. That's or even exactly Martin. why I enjoy that better, because I feel like when you watch shows like Seinfeld and Martin and those type of, comedies, you know what you're getting. The, the jokes are like so compressed that you got to force the jokes at certain points. And it's That's not a fact. like I feel like when you watching Atlanta or Dave, you watching like a real movie, like a real drama. And, and, like and a, funny enough, season two, let me see if you see this season two. You could tell they got more money to, oh, to show. It looks so much better. Yeah, like it looks crazy. Sure. Like episode one felt like a fucking thriller movie. I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, please bro. get out of Korea with the weed in your sock. Yeah, bro. Like they really stepped their shit up. And mm -hmm. I fuck with it. I fuck with it heavy. That might be my favorite show out right now. Which it, granted, it, I don't watch too many shows, but 
that speak to how much I like it because I've been I've been keeping up with it's it. It's the best show out on television right now for sure. I can't think of anything, and you know, I I, I reviewed this. I can't think of it. the last show that I really loved like this was Mayor of East Town, but that's like a murder mystery in terms of comedy. I've been waiting for this. Like, there's no comedy out right now that is better than Dave or that gives me this type of feeling. Like people talk about shits Creek and all this other shit. I'm like, mm, that shit's ass. Get out of here. Like I've yeah. just been rewatching old comedies. Like me and my girl just ran through all the insecure. I fuck with insecure heavy, but I don't know if it's on Atlanta or Dave's, you know, yeah, but the black, think, the black, our think, black women fans gonna be like, you niggas wrong for that. <laughs> yeah, bro. I think what's happening is these fucking TV networks, they finally learning how to play the streaming game. And so now the, the shit that was so trash for the longest was like these Netflix originals. Oh, like it's horrible. They started out really good, bro. But like now they just trying to do too much and they don't have as much of a budget as if like FX focus on one show. You know what I mean? Pour all the money into Dave. And now you got this shit that look good. The writing good. That's a you fact. You got the right cast of niggas to make it funny. You like know Netflix I mean? is not on par with Hulu. HBO Max and Amazon and streaming services. There's just not like they don't they make used to be. They used to be. But then like they lost Marvel. They lost their big the things that give them money. And now it's like, would you really go to Netflix to watch besides old shit or shit that's not theirs? Like, do you go yeah. to Netflix to watch anything that's like a Netflix original besides like Ozark? Narcos is over. Like the, the last yeah. Netflix show that I was into, like that was Narcos. Same. I still need to go and watch like the the after oh the like Mexico one Pablo. yeah that one I never saw hard. that one I'm not gonna lie that I'm, gonna one to, I'm gonna have to go watch that it's a lot different of too told me it was hard because he moved different it's yeah I fuck with it because he yeah. he's actually like Pablo was gangster but like no this nigga is gang the Mexico yeah. nigga is gangster <laughs> I'm gonna have to go watch it bro <laughs> and then the fact that you see fucking El Chapo in the shit it's like no these niggas really gangster yeah <laughs> you making me want to watch it because I fuck with shit like that bro same that's same. my bag I, like when I'm, it comes to TV shows, like if you got some shit where niggas is really like, I'm talking kingpin moving drugs, like not power where they just selling little dimes on the corner. Have you ever watched about, The Wire? Yeah. Okay. But that's like throwback. That you know is. I mean? That shit hard too, though. But that, that's one of the hardest shows ever made. Like to me, that's the my, greatest one. Like yeah. I put it over The Sopranos. To me, it's that in The Sopranos. And I definitely put them two over Breaking Bad. And I know niggas will be like, Ugh. see, that's where it get tricky for me because I will debate certain sides for Breaking Bad because I love that show, bro. Mm, I it's love hard it to pick between that and The Wire. See, I always I, I like the characters more in The Wire with me. Yeah. See, me, I like I like Breaking Bad just because it's like it's wild how that dude was just thrown into that. Like he didn't even want to fish it. out of all. Yeah. Yeah. Then he just turned into the biggest dope dealer in the world. Like this nigga's crazy. That scene where he where he's Heisenberg and, and his wife is like, I was worried about you, blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, bitch, you should be worried about me. I was like, whoa. Yeah, bro. And he was a savage, bro. He was a savage. If He felt like he wanted to tell her that the whole fucking time. Yep. Because <laughs> I, I hate Skylar, bro. She sucks. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> but crazy we went on that topic so doom is dave over atlanta i'm atlanta over dave y'all let us know in the comments which one you rocking with dave atlanta you can rock with both but which one you think is better i'm definitely clipping that because i i did not expect us to go on that detour i fuck with that doom chose and and you out of anybody i wouldn't have expected you specifically 
to be it, Dave over Atlanta. It, it, it really hurt me to say that it's Dave because I want to support the black creator. That's why I didn't. Like, that's why I was because uh, Atlanta just do so do black shit so well. That's why I was. Yeah, just like, and and that that's what put a lot of value on Atlanta. But I think what happened is Atlanta kind of like showed the mold on how to do whatever they doing. Mm-hmm. And then Dave came and did it better, like with mm. more money, more. See, now you're you gonna make me. I'm gonna now when I finish this season, I'm just gonna be trying to see like how it is compared to season two of Atlanta. Because Donald Glover already came out and said season three of Atlanta and season four are gonna be the only two shows that can compare to it are the Sopranos and The Wire with how good it is. I was like, whoa, nigga, that's something yeah, that's, that's bull. That's bull right there, bro. <laughs> it's on Twitter still. That nigga tweeted that he was like, the only one that's gonna be able to fuck with us is the Sopranos or The Wire. That's hey, I'm gonna be watching. I, <laughs> I really do. I, I do know that if they come back, same way how you said from Dave, like season one and season two, they made like a jump in budget. Like niggas know that when they announce Atlanta season is dropping, oh, it should be everybody huge. gonna be waiting. So not even I think just, the budget is crazy now. Not even just that, because you're absolutely right about that. All the success it has, the budget should be crazy. But what makes the budget even crazier to me is you got a, you got Lakeith Stanfield, who's an Oscar actor now. When you had him, he wasn't. Right. Brian Tyree Henry is one of the biggest actors out. Donald Glover just got a first look deal with Amazon and is like the biggest black creator that's under that's not Will Smith or Denzel. And then you got Zazie Beats, who's one of the big hottest actresses, and they're lucky they have this cast. So they gotta, yeah, because there's no other way you get this cast. See, but unless but you get them when you get them, that's why I respect uh, Gambino is because like just as a, because as a coach, he, getting all of that, yeah, yeah, he wear a lot of hats, bro. I you think do. people give him credit that like they don't give him credit for how brilliant he is because it wasn't on accident that he found them niggas and then took a long break. That's true, because he like, knew he, he he bro. He yeah, literally he like planted a seed and he was like, I'm going to make this show be just big enough to get eyes on these niggas. Then we're going to just let them go do their own thing because let them build their brands. It's crazy how big they've got like this. It really reminds me of The Wire, how The Wire had. But see, I think this is bigger than The Wire because, yeah, Idris Elba got big. Nobody else really, really, really got big like this show. Everybody got big. This the only other show I can think of is is better than Game of Thrones with that because I don't see none of the other Game of Thrones niggas getting stuff. It's gotta be like Breaking Bad, how Jesse blew up, how uh Walter blew up, how Giancarlo Esposito, uh oh boy, um Los Polos Locos, he blew up, and Jesse Plemons, uh the the redhead friend, he blew up. Yep. So it's literally that entire cast of Atlanta is now. Huge, but what's crazy is like Gambino played it so smart because you know he not just in the movie world. Nigga was dropping albums. Nigga was working on comedy and shit. And you get Migos to you get anybody you want to come drop songs on your shit and help you compose it. Like it's crazy. And and look, he he really like he did the first couple seasons, planted the seed. Then he was like, now I'm gonna just run off on him, work with some music, do all this, let the whole cast run their brand up. So now and when we now come that, back, yeah, man. they got a A-list fucking cast. They do. That's a, you know what I, I mean. Like, I can't think of another show like that. I really can't. That's how maybe The Office. Like it's it's that big, which is crazy. Where everyone's an A-list movie actor. Yeah, that's hard, bro. Yeah, and super hard. But all right, let's get into some of the fuck shit in the world. Rachel Nichols, what'd you think? What'd you think about it? I think niggas overreacting, man. Mm! 
I know that's no! a hot take, but I think niggas overreacting, bro. I just gotta keep it a beam, man. And I respect that's, that's, it. That's I respect it. That's why I got you on here. I feel like I already said Dave was better than the black show. <laughs> that's and now I'm, I'm like, I, I swear to God, <laughs> I'm still with my niggas. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I just got to keep it a beam, bro. Like, I'm as pro-black as it come. But Rachel Nichols, I don't think what she said was necessarily racist. She was just pointing out that whoever made decisions within ESPN in the past, they, they built got up the a reputation to look like that. And all she was saying was, I understand that. I understand, but you can't just put somebody black in my spot just because of that. Like, I ain't about to take the L because y'all made some bad decisions in the past. See, I agree with you with everything you just said. This is the only issue I have with Rachel Nichols, because I agree. If that's me, I don't want nobody taking my show. Like, if I'm Rachel Nichols, I work my ass off of this. Like, I don't want nobody taking my show, period. Man, female. The issue is that I have with her is the fact that she assumed that ESPN gave Maria Taylor her job because she black. That's the only issue. That's the real. That's the only issue. See, but but I don't think it's that. I just think that when you work in a career field like that, like they'll have people who you know from day one is talented as fuck. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you just gotta pay your dues, and you know the the proper timeline that it take for people to reach that shit. That's like like if you go into your job and they promote a nigga to CEO on the first day. Like it just it don't happen like that. You know what I mean? That's like, true. That's so true. Too. I think what she was saying was like, I get that you're trying to fix the image of ESPN. Just but don't, don't do it, it at the cost spot. of me. Yeah. yeah, don't don't do it with my spot. The issue really the the, the people the the person the people really should be mad at is ESPN. That's a fact. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's and, ESPN and like, issue. Nobody had a problem with Rachel Nichols before that. Like I seen a lot, a bunch of people come out like, "Yo, Rachel Nichols is trash." And Honestly, I do think I, I'm sorry I can't even remember her name right now, but I do think uh the oh, black Maria chick, Taylor. Yeah, she's actually more she's than talented Rachel than That's Rachel a Nichols. That's a but fact. I just if I'm Rachel Nichols, I don't think like yo, I've been in this spot for X amount of years and I've been running the show just fine. Ratings been good, everything been straight. You can't just replace me because y'all trying to fix the image you know what see I mean? but I'll, okay but then i'm gonna I'm be on the side of if i'm maria taylor shit i'm talented like and i feel this because i'm i'm preaching from people who are just talented at what they do like i'm talented like i give me my shot like i don't give a fuck like you're not gonna say it's because i'm black no i'm getting this shot because i'm talented like i don't want to hear about this pay dues thing like if, if i'm better than rachel nichols i deserve the spot and that's just yeah. me talking from maria taylor perspective. and I, honestly i do think that she will have the spot you know what i mean I think somebody who can talk about the game from the actual standpoint of somebody who used to play is valuable. But the reason they put Rachel Nichols there is because she's the one that went to school and like journalism and shit. She knows how to talk in that certain way. I think Maria Taylor did too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Now you get Maria Taylor who who has both. both. Yeah. So it's really no, like Rachel Nichols, you really, your time is running out regardless of whether it's, black or not you mm-hmm. know what i mean because once she get the point where she can like prove like yo i'm i can do this they're gonna put her in that spot regardless of what the fuck you think they doing it for That's you a know fact. what i mean because they know we want to see it like i know bro like i'll be watching like kendrick perkins talk on espn and you could tell the white people on the panels be like yo this is a nigga ass nigga <laughs> 
but they gotta have people like that because one he know how it worked in the league he ain't that far removed like he was just playing a few years ago yeah he was you know what i'm saying he know a lot of these guys personally and he could speak about it from a perspective that's way more interesting than hearing you know marv albert talk about <laughs> basketball you know even I mean? though kendrick like, perkins be wrong as fuck he oh, do but you, he do but you right but no you right about that he an entertaining dude bro well, Doom, you might have talked me out of the Rachel Nichols smoke. You might have talked me out of it. I don't know. Let me, let me know how y'all feel in the comments. Is Doom right? Bro, I'm telling you. Is Twitter right? At, at least I mean, she might have been wild, but I don't think she's racist. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. Okay, facts. Facts. Big facts. She might have been wild for how she, like, my point, but you are right. I don't think she's racist at all. At all. Yeah. Don't see it. That, that, that wasn't enough for them to, like, go on Twitter killing her. Cause they was at her head, bro. For days. Bad, bad, bro. It was days, my nigga. Yeah, no, it was real bad. So I got these two topics. I want to see how you feel about them. Someone's in this first one. Uh, a study was released by Axios, the people who do a bunch of stats and research politics and whatnot. Two thirds of American churches delivered over politically, overtly political sermons or messages in the run up of the 2020 elections, according to a Pew Research Center analysis of sermons online. It's the most it's ever been. It was huge. Two thirds of all American churches. And someone said, oh, if they want to talk about politics in our church no more, they should tax them. How you feel about that? Yeah, bro. Like, I don't I don't think there's a place for that shit in not in religion. I think it's 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 really dangerous because you a play lot of with people, people emotion, like yeah, bro. And and it's like not even that. It's like I think a lot of people that are like hardcore religious, like believe they really, whatever they say. Yeah, bro. Like when you dealing with a pastor, like a churchgoer looks at that person as like what they say is law. Mm-hmm. So if that person get on the stage talking about God said that you should vote for <laughs> X Y Z. Guess what that's the motherfuckers going to do in the They're going to do it, though. They will do it. That's and that's nuts. that's dangerous as fuck, bro. You know what it I'm is. saying? Because where where does the line stop if you don't tell them that they can't do that kind of shit? Like, then we'll see politicians paying pastors to go in church. You know what I mean? Well, hey, wait, 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 wait. That happens, dude. That happens already. That's fucking crazy, though. Like, yeah, that, no, that I can tell be- you. I'm not going to tell you who, but I know for a fact because I've been around people campaigning for elections. I've seen other people's campaigns. I studied that in political science. That's why when you see white politicians going to the black church, they're trying to get the black vote. Yeah. Break off the past a little bit. Yeah. And that's That's fucking crazy, bro. Because you got to think like, especially when we talking about like these pastors that do these mega churches. Oh, Joel Osteen and them. Like, oh, like, bro, could you picture if Joel just stood there in front of 30,000 people and, and told said, them to vote for somebody? That's, that's 30,000 votes. That's why they always trying to donate. That's why you always see big donations to Osteen or, 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 or TD Jakes in Atlanta. Like the Atlanta mayor has donated to TD Jake. Like they know they got to go talk to these people because if not, the other people will and it's you lose 30,000 and I'm with you. And that's why it should be taxed. Like to me in church, there's, there's no place for politics. Like to me, you can't go to church and say, God said, you don't know what the fuck God said. Like you are an interpreter of this book, interpret right. the book and read the word. Anything outside the word, you cannot assume because you're not fucking God. Like what are we, what are we yeah. talking about? Well, but, but that's the thing is like to these church goers. Oh, they believe that they buy into it facts no it's i'm like not i'm really not arguing bad. that like, and and that's why bro like the older i get 
I'm not saying that I'm not like a believer or anything, but I'm, I separate myself from religion it, for it, reasons. It hurts like my that. soul. Like I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm there with you. Like me and my girl. Like I gotta go to church when I know that they they just replaced somebody who was raping kids. Like I gotta go to church exactly, with the shit you're talking about. Y- y- y'all more concerned about collections than like what? How can I do it? Like how? 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 It, I don't it's, know. It's it's crazy because anything that like promotes her thinking like where everybody just on this one and if you question anything oh yeah we the outcast in this conversation you, you done you know what i mean I'm like with that's you. that's what's crazy because it's like and i i'm not bro because i really do i believe in god i do but i just don't I feel like you, i do too i don't like organized religion church mm-hmm. especially when they tell you like you have to think this because i said so and if you question it then you're not of god that's the issue that, that shouldn't be in within anything like not just religion i'm not even talking about being just religious. All, i'm talking all about groups like, and shit like that right just just in society like anything that tells you like oh this is the way it is and you can't even question why it is like that bro you should it's, that shit is dangerous run from no, that 100 you know I mean? i'm with you i'm with you 100 and i think that's why you said how we questioned i think that's why our generation is the least closest to the church it's been in f- forever yeah, man. I cause I think a lot of people is like we starting to get smart enough to realize like to yeah, ask questions and they don't have to answer to them questions. Yeah, especially when you start to realize that the shit that they did say they had the answer to, it ain't really what they were saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you start to realize like, yo, maybe gay niggas ain't so bad. Bro, you know what I mean? Like, maybe, no maybe like, come on, man. Why are we why are we killing gay people? Like they can <laughs> What about that is God like? You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly, bro. Like God say love you. Like every every time you point out different things, they they always mm, they don't have nothing to say. And then then what kills me is if 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 God forgives all our sins and y'all saying I'm going to hell because I'm masturbating. Well, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man. We going to hell for that? Yeah, These niggas is dude. We out of here. Yeah. Dude, we are out of here. Like. It's either that or the sex before marriage that's getting us all the way out of here. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Shit, not even sex before marriage. The shit we was talking about last week, you can't even live in the same place oh, yeah, without being married. Out of here. Even if somehow you was <laughs> not beaten at night, <laughs> you still going to fucking hell, my nigga. You can't do shit. <laughs> These niggas be wilding, bro. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe that's how it works. So, you know, that's... I'm with That's you on that. Definitely not how it works, bro. <laughs> so, and, but I just not. thought that stat was crazy. Two thirds <laughs> of all American church. That's crazy. Just wanted to bring that up. Uh, the next thing I want to bring up to you is I'm going to read you this story. An enraged British mom was sentenced to life in prison for killing her husband with a boiling mixture of water and sugar after she was told he had sexually assaulted the two children, her two children. Prosecutors say Karina Smith uh, near... Uh, well, I'm not gonna say where she's from. Just Karina Smith pulled. Oh, well, it's, it's it's reported near Liverpool. Poured the heated uh liquid over Michael Baines, 80 years old, as he slept in the bed last year. He suffered burns over one third of his body and died weeks later from injuries. Prosecutors told that the sugar made the liquid more viscous, thicker, and stickier, and it stays on the skin, causing greater damage. Smith reportedly living and fuming at the news of her spouse getting alleged predatory behavior, mixed two kettles of water with three bags of sugar before hitting that man in the bed. I don't think she should be in jail. I'm gonna be honest. If if that if that nigga did that to her kids, 
Get him out of here. That that shit is crazy because like it's one of those things where you look at it and you be like, if you remove why she did it and just look at what oh, it's she crazy. did, you be like, yo, put her in jail. <laughs> but when you find out the reason, you like, yo, it's warranted. Like she shouldn't spend the rest of her na- her life in jail for that, man. She really shouldn't. She saved. She, she was saving her kids from future attacks. Yeah, she she just did too much. You you at least gotta like call the laws and let them know <laughs> and see if see if they gonna take some action. Then if they don't put this nigga in jail, then you go to that. Like it should have been a <laughs> you know a little bit of thought that went. She was watching Medea that night, bro. bro. She said, "Fuck yeah, out of here, nigga." Must have been. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been. I, I understand, though, bro. That's crazy, man. Like you, anything like that, I'm not judging anybody. It's like I don't that's care what that's you do. yeah, exactly. Because like, think about if you the mom and your husband, these kids' dad do that to them. This yeah, nigga bro. don't have no no remorse, no yeah, no love bro. in his heart. And, and especially, bro, like as a parent, it's your job to protect your kids. Exactly. And like she that. felt like she couldn't do that. Yeah. So when you when you that feeling hit you. Hey, whatever reaction come from that, bro, that nigga deserved it. Yeah, you know what I'm no, for sure. So shout out to uh, shout out to Karina Smith, free Karina, <laughs> free Karina, bro. Yeah, we out here, free Karina Real Smith, shit. man. Um, and then the final thing I got for you is because I was seeing this a lot on the timeline. I've been hearing this a lot in real life. Can exes be friends? Oh, man, that's that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. I think they can. Okay. It's just you shouldn't if you in a new relationship. Mm. See, okay, so my thing is this. So if y'all become friends and you get in a new relationship, I just does, think how like, does the new that, relationship accept that? It would have to be one of them things, bro, where you you would have to communicate that like ASAP as soon as the shit started and be like, look. She got I'm a boyfriend still, or whatever, or she she yeah, looking I'm for other niggas. Cool she don't want me. Ex. We just friends. Now, when when your new situation say, I ain't rocking. <laughs> like you, you really got no choice but to respect that. You, you know, can't what I'm you can't say nothing. Cause I don't like. At least for me, bro. Like if I was in a relationship and my my girl told me that it was like important for her to still talk to her ex, yo, I'm out. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out as well. And That's then she what... would have to respect that as well. The exactly. same way I said, you know what I'm saying? Like and same for same for all of us. Like if if, they, if we came out and said, like, yo, I'm still friends, man, I gotta talk to her. I expect her to have the same reaction. Yeah, because I feel like especially when you're dealing with mature people, it's very possible for people to break up and it not be no situation for sure. Super fucking fucked up, like we bitter and we hate each other guts. Like, bro, it just happened when you like, yo, at the spots we each had in our life is just not time right now. Might start looking like it's lining up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. nah, we ain't even taking them kind of risks. Yeah, Fuck I just, that. I'm, I, and look, this is how I am with it. Like with all my exes, don't hate any of them. All of them are unblocked. I just, I, I if you become my ex, I block you for a little bit just because I don't want to see anything until we get over that hurt. And then once that hurts over, unblock, everything's cool. But I'm not going to go out my way to talk to y'all. I'm not going to go out my way to say anything to y'all because I, and I want y'all to be happy. But as for like us being more than just like cordial human beings with respect for one another as human beings, I'm not going to really go too much more than that. Now, if you talk to me, I'll say something back. I'll be friendly. But as for like, oh, let's go get some coffee. I don't really need to do all that. 
Yeah, because there's really no reason. You know what I'm saying? Because like it's just gonna be hurt for one of the other I've people. I've had situations. Yeah, man. Because I done had situations where like, like I said, it got cut off, and it wasn't like no super beefed out situation. And like we might message each other like every six months, like, hey, you been all right? That type of shit. Like, and I think that's like cool, and that's where it should stop. Like yeah. if you in a new a new situation. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Because like anything outside of that, like if y'all talking every day, that's y'all hanging much. out places, <laughs> y'all like going eat together and shit. Like you, you doing without your girl too. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't do that kind of shit, bro. There's no way. Fe- okay, people may say we're toxic for this, but to me, I feel like if and granted, I could be wrong, but to me, I feel like if you had a deep enough connection with somebody. And y'all inamicably, like you said, where there's no beef. There's no way that conversations don't start and you don't feel some sort of them same emotion. There's no way, yeah. especially if there's no beef. Now, if there's beef, uh-huh, I, I understand. But if there's no beef and like y'all, y'all hang out every day, y'all talk every day, and y'all, there's no way some of them feelings don't come back. No way. Well, see, that, that's what I was saying. I don't think the feelings ever leave. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I do, I, I think, bro, because it's like it's like people, you know what I'm saying? Even if you you look at your girlfriend from like high school, my nigga, like you still gonna look at that the same way you did when that was your girl. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you always think about her as your girl. It's you know hard to mean? avoid it. Like, even if that's not like what you identify her as, you know what I mean? Like in your brain, just some involuntary shit gonna bring back the memories. The mem- and exactly. Like, and like y'all could be know, sitting there, she say something that make you think of when y'all used to joke, joke, and like it's an ins- and that just flare up some old shit. So like, I don't know, man, that shit is crazy. That's, and I don't get insecure for somebody to think that, you know what I mean? To think like, yo, I wouldn't want to be with somebody that's doing that. No, I agree. I agree with you, so. All right, we'll worry. Well, that, that's pretty much it. All right, dude, man, we held it down this week. We go, when we get back uh, and later in the pod, we got bros who ball. And uh, Doom, tell the people they can follow you at on social media. At Lil Doom, SJE, Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all check out my SoundCloud. We'll be dropping some Spotify real soon, man. Make sure y'all go check out Doom SoundCloud and Spotify. Go stream the music. Mine is still out super hard. Make sure y'all go follow him. And with that being said, let's get into the song of the week. This episode of the Bros Who Think podcast was brought to you by the law offices of Lucretia Picante. If you need a lawyer, if you have not been paying your child support, Yo, if you got baby mama drama, whatever it may be, she can help you. You've been injured in a car accident? Call Lucretia. You got your your baby mama not showing you your kids on the weekend? Call Lucretia. Whatever it may be, you need a divorce from your wife? Call Lucretia. Look, you can find the law office of Lucretia Picante at 124 West Washington Street, New Iberia, Louisiana, 70560. Or you can call the number 337-374-1202. Again, any of your marital dispute issues, child support needs, baby mama drama, call Lucretia. But with that being said, let's get back to the song of the week. Huh. I feel these feelings should have faded I thought we were in love, but apparently I was jaded I wish that you would have stated that 
Your life was so dictated Then I probably had waited But now I'm hurting, hating Well, not hating, but a little bitter Okay, a lot of bitter And don't judge, but I hope you cry a river Wait, forgive me, that's the anger speaking And since we ain't been speaking, I done my fair share of creeping and Instagram lurking. And it seems that life is working fairly well for you. Moved on to another boo exactly like I thought you do. See, I told you you'd do fine without me. Tried not to play the fool, but huh, I admit you got me. And now these feelings got me. Feeling ways that I'm ashamed to say I felt. Pouring all out on the track, but venting doesn't help. Gave you everything I had left And all I got in return is a bridge that's burned Trapped on the island, but hey, lesson learned That I trust too fast, that I love too fast I was bound to crash cause I'm no brakes all gas But I believe this I believe that this <laughs> That I trust too fast, that I love too fast I was bound to crash cause I'm no brakes all gas But I believe this Ain't you not the only one that's hurt But I'm the only one that's still holding on So how does that work? Wait, don't answer that I came to the conclusion that you never loved me at all And since you left, the only time that you call is Occasionally a holiday, a birthday Maybe one day you realize what you threw away And see that you took away the last of love I had left And left a void that turned into a black hole That left me heartbroken, swallowed me whole Now resentment's growing out of control And taking this toll Plus Playing shoulders and coulders, so really getting old. Feel like I'm growing colder and colder with every moment. Saying time can fix my heart, but tell me what woman is going to want it. That I trust too fast, that I love too fast. I was bound to crash, cause I'm no brakes all gas, but I believe this. I believe it this. <laughs> that I trust too fast, that I love too fast. I was bound to crash, cause I'm no brakes all gas. gentlemen that was the song of the week it's time for that segment of the podcast called bros who ball and my guys are back i was alone last week justin is back and schubert let me introduce them before i tell y'all what just happened to me it's that important that i'm gonna say it on the podcast because this shit was crazy but joining me as always mr adam schubert welcome back from vacation how was mexico even though i should have asked you this on bros who binge i think i you might did. have but just for the bros who think audience who didn't see you last week how was uh, Mexico? It was hot. <laughs> That's all you yeah. got for the people? It was hot? Uh, it, was, it was pretty cool, man. Like, it's definitely a pretty easy trip to make right now in, like, the post-pandemic era. You know, you just go down there. Once you get down there, take a test, and then you come back. I mean, so it's a pretty easy deal to do. They're making a lot of really good deals right now. So mm -hmm. people should check it out because, like, hey – go to an all-inclusive resort in Mexico. It may not be, you know, the Taj, you know, may not be the, the Taj Mahal of resorts, but I mean, like you can go to a fairly nice resort for pretty cheap. You just got to figure out your flight situation. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to check into that. Schubert right there, man. He said it was cheap. I don't think Schubert... Let me well, I mean, it ain't, it's not like expensive. It's like, it's like, you know, usually a trip like that, but you're probably pushing like, 900 yeah on the low end but i mean like that like a thousand it's, it, I'm, it's more towards like two and three i'm saying like this resort for two people to stay for what i think i'd stay for three or four days was like 
550. What it hit you at was the plane ride. But that's the plane. not that. that's the, that's the, the, the plane was what got you. But the fucking the 550? That ain't bad though. Then like the place that I went to opened up on February 2020. So like they opened up right before. Oh yeah, they the had pandemic. to. They, they tried to get so people they, to come so, in. So they're trying to get people to come in there and, and talk about money. It. Yeah, like, facts. There was we were. Uh, she had found that spot because like TikTokers were going there and posting about it. Like they were just trying to get people to come out there and get clout. So mm, okay, I'm gonna check out 550. That's not bad. Justin, how are you doing today, sir? Long time no see. Glad you're back. You've been writing some draft articles on TradesAndLays.com. I saw the Cam Thomas one. Really fucked with that one. You put some others out. I think like Terrence something. Terrence man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. That's really all. All I've been on really just. And you've been coaching. Don't life, don't don't just, lie to just, people. Like I said, man, I've just been on this hoop thing, man. Just everything, I see I see you, you training know? the young ballers on you see Brickley swag. I see. Hey, you. man. Like I said, I'm just I'm just all I'm just all into it right right now. Trying to get it, man. Grinding. You know I how feel it is. You. Grind time, one hundred. So let you me tell the audience is, before we get into sports because it's on my mind. I wish this would have happened earlier so I could have told Doom this crazy shit. But so I'm sitting in my house. Waiting for the, waiting for Schubert to be ready and finish watching Love Island so he could come pod. Priorities. <laughs> and so while I'm waiting on Schubert, <laughs> all so I hear priority. is a, a woman scream and a man yell. But I know because I live, my new house is in a pretty nice area. Like my street is a pretty nice area. But behind my house and behind my fence is some trashy apartments. Super trash. And I'm not going to lie. They had some less desirable characters there. And them characters was rolling, bro. And so I go peek outside my window like a, a nosy Nelly. And all of a sudden, I see six to seven police cars. Nothing but the cops with the flashlights looking inside the people house for who knows what. Had the man hemmed up on the car. You know had- what it was. The woman was you know screaming. Was. The, 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 I think they put some kids in the car. <laughs> I think he either hit that woman or he had some drugs. One of the two. And he had no weed. Dude looked like a meth head or like 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 some crack fiend or maybe even heroin. Don't know. But the funny part of the story is dude was handcuffed. They unhandcuff him to say, like, are you going to cooperate? We want you to, like, calm down, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> he was he's like, yeah, I'm going to calm down. They take him out. He's like, I'm not calming down. Fuck you, pigs. Fuck the pigs. And he's trying to push him. He's trying to get buck. One cop hit him. No. Bow! Popped his ass. Got him. He, his, his whole face was bow. Rocked him. <laughs> he calmed down then. He put his ass in the car. It was over with. <laughs> Ow. What? That's just wild. Yeah, you really witnessed all that. Justin, I swear to you, I was FaceTiming curse. Like I was, she was like, I want to see. So I, I, I walked outside and I was FaceTiming. The cop sees me, me and him make eye contact. He points to go back into your house. And then I just go look through my blinds. <laughs> yeah, he just went way back inside. No, <laughs> no comment. All right. All right, officer. Yeah, I didn't say nothing. I just, we, it was just like brief. Like we just, we, we made eye contact. And it was, he was just like, he just pointed. He didn't even say anything. He didn't say go in your house. He just, he just pointed. So like before anyone else could see me. And I was just like, all right, I'm out. Peace. Got his ass. Boy, he got rocked. That was some cop shit. But, you know, this is a segment of the podcast called Bros Who Ball. Just wanted to tell the people a funny story. 
All right, let's get into it. Um, well, before we get into NBA Finals, let me shout out Novak Djokovic, ties Rafael Nadal, ties Roger Federer with 20 Grand Slam titles, the most in all of tennis, but he's con- continuing historic run because he's on a historic run. Not only did he break that record, he now has one tournament to go to complete the calendar year Grand Slam. Now, some people say the calendar year Grand Slam should include the Olympics because whenever it comes in, it should count. But Djokovic is saying he might not risk his U.S. Open titles for the Olympics. He doesn't really care about that. He's won gold before, so we'll see. So I'm just saying the calendar year uh, Grand Slam is winning all four. He has one left to go, the U.S. Open. So shout out to Djokovic, the greatest tennis player of all time. That's crazy. We can say in our lives, we've seen the greatest football player of all time, the greatest golfer of all time, two of the greatest tennis, three, 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 Federer, Djokovic, Nadal, and then you could say Serena Williams. We've seen the four, four of the greatest tennis players of all time, legitimately. The the best gymnast of all time. The best gymnast of all time. Like, it's crazy when I, when I research. The best swimmer of all time. The best sw- and the best track runner of all time. Yeah. Best shooter of all time, too. I was I was getting to the basketball. The best shooter, the best all-around player. We've seen a lot of best in our lifetime. And it's crazy because and to just to comment on Simone Biles, they legit score her differently than everybody else. Because if they didn't, if they scored her like everybody else, they, they said they wouldn't have a chance in hell at beating her. They say it would be like yeah. it, they wouldn't even, there's no point in even showing up. Because if she just accomplishes one of her crazy-ass tricks, there's no girl who can come close to those points. That blew my mind when I found that out. I mean, there's moves named after her. That's true. Crazy, bro. She's the only one who can do them. Crazy. It's wild. And then we saw Floyd. I'm not going to say Floyd's the greatest boxer of all time, but he did go 50-0, you know? Seen a a lot of greats. And speaking of fights, my man... My man lost last night, bro. I was people, sad. people. I'm gonna be honest. I was sad. Again, I, I paid. I, and shoot, I'm gonna be honest. You know, I haven't been paying for fights. I paid for this one. I paid for this one. The, <laughs> the first one I paid for no. in year in like a year and a half. And paid for this one. Look, okay. Sean O'Malley was a great fight. That's my new favorite fighter. Shout out to Sean O'Malley, bros who think. Rocky but you would have got you. all that for free on ESPN. Could you have not? No, you everything pay- but it wasn't everything but McGregor on ESPN for free. No, 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 no. Everything but the main main card, which was six fights or okay. five fights. Like I would have missed the Sean O'Malley fight. That's what you paid for. You paid for five to six fights. So yeah, Sean O'Malley beat that dude's ass. But I gotta say, Matinho, dude was just taking punches. Like Sean O'Malley was right, left, right, left. Uppercut, spitting elbow, knee to the face. And dude just kept, it was literally like this. And then he would just, at one point, the ref was like, bruh, your head just keep, he had to stop the fight. It was too much. Then uh, Greg Hardy got his ass beat. Dude drank out a shoe after. Good for Greg Hardy, man. I don't like seeing Greg Hardy win. I'm going to be honest. Dude beat a woman. Now he UFC fighting, capitalizing off of that. Fuck you, Greg Hardy. I don't want no smoke, though. Because yeah. you could definitely kick my ass. And then the final fight, Dustin Poirier, Lafayette's own versus Conor McGregor. And people called me a traitor. You know why? Because I was pulling for Conor McGregor. And my guy broke his tibula and fibula. Yikes. Du- people saying Dustin might have won without, without that. 
I don't know. Maybe Dustin was winning that round, but I don't know if I could say he would win. Would have won the fight. Did any of you guys see the fight? If not, I'm just gonna say a couple more things and then just finish it. I, I didn't watch it, but I mean, if that, if it is what people are saying, and he hurt, and like he originally broke it on the kick, and then I don't think he broke it on the check. Well, I mean, like it could have like started up, but I mean, like if he initially like started cracked the break on uh, cracked it on the kick then he was going to lose that fight. Mm, see, I'm going to say this. Does. I'm going to say this. Dustin was winning, but there was a point when Connor had him in the guillotine and Dustin even said he was nervous in that. But people in TikTok went going like zooming on the cameras and this is what Connor was calling for. He said the refs didn't call it and they should have stood him up or take points off from Dustin. Dustin's feet were inside of the like you're not supposed to grab onto the feet like the cage with your toes while someone's wrestling you because it it uh gives them like it gives them like ability to push up to stop like you from commit finishing the choke so they said that yeah. happened too so I just want to give McGregor all of his like passes before I say congratulations Dustin go beat the Brazilian become the champion and then when McGregor comes back, make the biggest payday and whip his ass. Like, see me, if I'm Dustin, I don't want this victory. I want to whip his ass. Like, if you really want to whip his ass, whip his ass. I don't want the, the final win to be like, I won on a technicality. Of course. I mean, you won because the dude especially, broke his leg. Especially because dude was talking shit about his girl. He was like, your girl was in my DMs. She coming to the after party. And the crazy thing is, she was in his DMs. If I'm Dustin, I'm hurt, bro. I'm hurt. See, Yo. I don't know if that's true, but my friend said they saw the DMs, kind of leaked them. That's terrible. I understand, man, how you go against the Lafayette guy to London. Uh, Come on, man. I, I pull for Dustin. In the whole time. But, but hey, Connor's my favorite fighter. That's like, that's like if they had a hometown Lafayette dude in the NBA and we'd all pull for him, but he went against Steph for like Steph's final run to the uh, NBA finals. And you was like, uh, I want to see the Lafayette guy win. But, but, Steph, my boy Steph. but Steph's your favorite player. <laughs> no, go for Lafayette guy. You're not, you lying. <laughs> you, you're lying to the camera. You know you're lying. Schubert knows you're lying. <laughs> I know you're lying. And anybody who's listened to you talk on this pod about your love for Steph Curry, they know you're lying. But that's okay. I, I'll Lafayette accept you going for the Lafayette home, guy. Home, hometown. Now, one thing I, I was listening to a podcast this week about, well, it was a bachelorette podcast, but they had uh, Seth Curry's wife on there and uh, they watched Love Island. So I, it makes me assume that Seth and Steph both watch Love Island. So if you're a true Steph Curry fan, you got to watch Love Island. So well, Love I know Island Schubert watches that. Oh, I watch Love Island too. Justin, me and Schubert watch the most trash of television. You'd, you'd be disgusted if you found out what we watch. How about Dave? Oh yeah, oh, definitely yeah, watch Dave. Dave. We're reviewing Dave. You want wait? I'll say this I to y'all. Even show, though man. I know this isn't basketball, I promise we're gonna get to it. But it ties into something earlier. I want to ask y'all with, and I'm posting this clip on the internet. Doom's gonna have to live with it. Doom, Doom made the hot take today of saying Dave is better than Atlanta, and I was like, whoa. Atlanta, I've never seen Atlanta before. You never saw Atlanta know. before, Justin? No, no. Well, if you like Dave. If you like Dave, you, you like Atlanta. Similar show. I got to check out Atlanta, man. Yeah, it's fine. I love Dave. Schubert, do you think Dave is better than Atlanta? No. I don't think so either. Justin was like... Atlanta's that good? Atlanta's that good. Atlanta's really good. 
Doom was like, Dave is the more sophisticated version of Atlanta. <laughs> like the more well-produced. I was like, what are you talking about, Doom? And I was is like, bro. Hulu? Huh? Yeah, Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I think so. Yeah, in fact. Atlanta legit has an all-star cast now. When they come back for season three, they're going to have the best cast ever. You got Lakeith, Donald, Zazie Beats, and Brian Tyree Henry. That's, that's better than Dave, Gator, Taco, and fucking my boy, Mike, the comed- the, red- the ginger comedian. I love that show, but it don't, it don't light a candle to Atlanta. I told Doom he was tripping. What? Oh, I got I to gotta see that show now, bro. Atlanta's that yeah, good, yeah. bro. No, yeah, Atlanta's good. I'm surprised you haven't gotten on Atlanta yet. Atlanta, like, without Atlanta, there's no Dave. Like, if Atlanta isn't successful, Dave doesn't get to be They're Dave. They're on the same like channel. Yeah, not, not for FX. Yeah. So, but yeah, but that's enough TV I, talk. We'll, we'll yeah. get, into, get into the NBA. All right, so NBA Finals going on. Phoenix Suns are leading two to one. Game three was last night. Um, Justin, I'll start with you. Phoenix looked very mediocre tonight. Devin Booker didn't look good, but we did assume that Milwaukee would, at should, play well on their home floor. They did. They win 120 to 100. Literally, Booker had 10 points. Aiden had 18. Chris Paul had 19. The team really didn't show up. They weren't shooting well tonight. Uh, Milwaukee shot 47% from the field, 39% from three, while the uh, the Suns shot 29% from three, and the Suns shot a 68.8 from the free throw line, while the Bucks shot 76.9. This was the Bucks' best free throw showing of the series so far. To me, this is what kind of turned the tides, plus... The Suns had 14 turnovers and they've led the turnover battle both times they won, which also contributes to their loss. And the Suns had the most fouls called against them this game. Milwaukee got the benefit of the whistle. And at the end of the game, when they started calling fouls for Phoenix, Devin Booker said, now y'all want to call it. I read his lips. Now you want to call it. It's too late. Y'all gave them the game to the referee. He said that. How do you feel about this game, Justin? I mean, like, I thought it was it was just like their night. I mean, I want to see them beat the Suns when they're both on. You know, mm-hmm. they like Devin Booker. He had ten points. I mean, it was they were on their home court and they held business, which I'm glad that they did because it would have been bad to see them go down three zero. That would be terrible. I wanted. So, I was ready for it. <laughs> yeah, three zero. I mean, the series is basically over. So I'm glad that they wanted to make it more interesting. But I mean, Giannis, he came out, he dominated. He had a 40, forty point game, multiple but forty I, point games. <clears throat> and Drew Holiday showed up. Drew Holiday, because there was a time where this game, Phoenix goes on a run, a seven zero run at the beginning of the third quarter, and then Drew Holiday just goes bonkers, and they finish the third quarter yeah. with a sixteen. In O run after the timeout, Milwaukee does 16 straight points. Drew Holiday had 21. Chris Middleton still really didn't show up this game and had 18. Luckily, Bobby Portis had 11. I still don't think Milwaukee can win this. Like, Giannis has to play lights out each and every night for them to even come close. Yeah, and they just played bad. and It wasn't their night. So, you know, it, it, I mean, it happens in a series where a team is going to play bad on the road, and Milwaukee got the one. They they caught the sun slipping, and I think I think next game may may it, it may be the the same thing. It may be a closer game, but I mean, the Bucks they they uh, they have that home court advantage, and I think that makes a difference. I think they play better at home. They do, but I, I think you know, I like I I think that the Bucks can take game four. Okay. 
for sure. Right, Schubert, what was your thoughts of this game? How are you feeling about the series right now? Um, I mean, I like what the Suns are doing. I think home court does play a factor. I think from Milwaukee coming in and playing at home really kind of meant something for them. This was a I mean, must win. Yeah, it was a must win. It was a home game for them. The fans haven't seen them finals there since the 70s or, you know, 60s or whatever. Sure. So, you know, that, that I, I felt like from the end of game two, this was going to be the Bucks game. The way that I see the series playing out is going to be like at the end of the day, who's going to come out and be the one who wants to, who wants it more. I mean, Giannis obviously is going to come out every, I th- you know, I think he will come out every game and score almost 30 it's points. It's about the others for him. It's about, it's, yeah, it's about the Drew, others for him. It's like, is, is Drew going to show up and is he going to play like this every night? Is Chris Middleton going to pick up the slack of that? You know, and Booker, Lopez? Can't play, Booker can't play bad again. Like Aiden and Chris Paul did their job, got 18 and 19. Booker has to get 20 something points. 10 points is unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's exactly the, the, the point. Like, if, if Devin Booker is under 20, then they're going to lose. I mean, he's got to put up 20 a game. He's got to Unless Chris Paul drops threes. 30 and Aiden drops 20-something, that's the only way not. But they're around their averages of 19 and 18. That's about what they do on consistently. But, I mean, you know, and if we want to talk about some of those supporting casts of Paul and Booker, I mean, you know, Miles Bridges needs to be doing what Jay, Jay Crowder is doing tonight. I mean, Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder never hit six threes. I don't know. Like, I mean, this is like if they would have been playing on and Jay Crowder hit this, then they would have blown out. They don't want, especially with Cameron Johnson doing what he did. Cameron Johnson took over for a little PJ Tucker and stuff. That's crazy. That dunk was dunked on PJ Tucker. (laughs) Dunked and then after the dunk does a reverse layup and then after the reverse layup knocks down a three. I was like, this dude is balling. I was like, maybe Cam Johnson over Mikael Bridges. Hey, both players are tip for tap, man. Those both of them can play. And this was a young core. And like she was saying, if Bridges would have just played, if Bridges or Booker plays like they normally do, I don't see the Suns like if both play like they normally do, they don't lose. But if one plays like they normally do, I still don't think they lose because everyone hit around their averages, and what Schubert said is very important. So campaign doesn't have a big game, but Jay Crowder hit six threes. Like they each other pick each other slack up. It's up to Aiden, Paul, Booker, and Bridges to always play like they're supposed to. And yeah, two I mean, of them did. Br- Bridges played 27 minutes tonight and got four points, two rebounds, two you can't assists. Do what, that. Was he, what was he doing? Yeah, you can't do that. Like, can't what do was that. he doing out missing, there? Missing, missing a bunch of threes. Four turnovers. And Booker's the same way. 10 points, two, two assists, and six rebounds. That's not going to cut it, Devin Booker. If people calling you young Kobe and you well, I mean, at least star. I see that he put up seven three point attempts. Like, you know, Bridges didn't even put up any shots. Like, what was he doing? Was he just out there? Like, I don't understand. Like, it, uh, it was bad. It was, it was, it was bad. And, and then I'm going to be honest. The Kaminsky minutes, they're hurting them. Like, I understand you got to give Aiden a break. And Torrey Craig wasn't 100%. Maybe you give Torrey Craig those Frank Kaminsky minutes next time, him and Abdel Nader. But Kaminsky didn't play well. I didn't like what I saw from him. Didn't like it at all. Yeah, Sarge going down, I think, is going to be real hurt to their bench. To their depth, for sure. Yeah. Because they're now a smaller team because Sarge was the backup for Aiden, and now they're super small unless they play Kaminsky, and Kaminsky's not that good of a backup. Because, I mean, he hasn't been playing, so, like, now he's getting, like, you know, over 10 minutes in in the playoffs that he really hasn't shown up in very much. So it's like, That's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, what are you going to do about that? But we'll see. So now game four is on Wednesday. Game five is on Saturday. So you guys, 
we'll hear from us before game six and game seven, if there is one, depending on the outcome of game four, we may do a midweek pod, just me and Justin do some NBA stuff, talk about that game and talk about where the series is headed. If the Suns win, if the Bucks win, then we'll just wait till after game five, because then it'll be two, two and then back to Phoenix. But I'll start with you, Schubert. Who do you think's winning Wednesday? I feel like Wednesday's the most important match of the series so far. 2-1, Chris Paul in a similar situation where he was down before. He didn't battle back with the Rockets 2-1. Does Chris Paul take a 3-1 lead here? Does Giannis tie up the series? Um, I, I want to say that they tie up the series. I just feel like it's going to be a little bit more of a battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the other hand with the Suns, like uh, it's just hard because they are obviously have the better team, but like, I feel like they're trying to yeah. figure out their situation um, with, with the bench right now. Cause I mean, they can't play everyone the whole time, especially in a team that's physical as like Milwaukee. So just don't know. I got the Suns winning Wednesday. I think, I don't think Devin Booker plays like that two times in a row. I think Monty Williams started to figure out the, the adjustments to be made to what Budenhauser was doing in the third quarter. His guys just didn't hit shots. I don't see that happening again. I'm picking the Suns to win on Wednesday. Justin, who you picking? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with, um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Bucks, And I think Chris Milton has, has a big game. I think mm. it's a close game. And I think Chris Milliton puts his uh, his prints on on the series on game four, yeah, on game four, and forces game five. Mm, okay, okay, Schubert, did you pick or did you just give us? Yeah, did. I said uh, yeah, I said the Bucks. Okay, you picked the Bucks. All right, four, y'all both yeah. going with the Bucks. We shall see. And that's pretty much that's pretty much all we got because it's in well, Chris Milliton is gonna do do for a big game, thirty five. Mm, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. So. Some small sports things that happened, you know, that soccer game happened today and it reignited the reason why I don't watch soccer. Just like it was got to the point where, you know, they go into the extra minutes after 90 and they're tied. And I'm like, I'm telling my girlfriend, I'm like they get once they get to 120, then they do the penalty kicks and they get to 120 and they're still playing. I'm just, and she's like, then they already got to 120. Are they done yet? Like, it's, it's just it's boring, man. It's so boring. I but loving uh, it. I was loving it. The England thought they were bringing it home. Italy oh, yeah. said, fuck no. <laughs> well, yeah, because their dudes choked at the end, which kind of sucked because I wanted that one guy who uh, I can't remember his name. at Harry Kane. No, he made his penalty shot, but it was the guy who kicked the third penalty kick. And uh, he he won an SB last night because he did a lot of work for feeding children in London. I wanted him to do well, but then he like Raheem posted. Sterling? No, not Sterling. It's another guy. So I think it's like I can't remember his name right now, but um, I, I did watch. I did watch the whole ESPYS. Anthony Mackie was funny. He did. He did a good job. Oh man! I, heard, I saw the Ben Simmons joke. The Ben Simmons joke was funny. The Trey Young joke was funny. Uh, he cracked on Atlanta because you know he's a Saints guy. Yep, love that. Love all of that. So all right, that's what's up. No, no other small sports though. I'm trying to think. No NFL stuff. Oh yeah, the, FIBA. Uh, oh, I don't want to talk about our team losing to Nigeria. That don't no, count. Our, uh, our 19 team won. Uh, oh, yeah, we beat, the, we beat the France. But we won that because of Kenny Lofton Jr. Shout out to Kenny Lofton Jr., Louisiana Tech guy. Yes, sir. Chet Holmgren. Yes, Chet Holmgren faced some real talent. That Frenchman put it on Chet Holmgren today. Yeah, he won MVP though still, so he got the dog. Chet Holmgren got MVP? Yeah. That's, <laughs> Justin, you know that's BS. He won, he won MVP of the game. 
Wait, he got MVP, MVP of the game? Yeah. Chet Holmgren? Of of the uh, either of the game or of the uh, entire tournament, he got MVP. That's crazy. How? Of the whole tournament? I understand the whole tournament. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the whole whole tournament. Yeah, okay, it is the whole tournament. It's not the game. Because I was about to say, no way, boy. Uh, I had to to look this Kenny Lofton Jr. dude up. I was like, is that Kenny Lofton, the baseball player, son? No. No, no. Kenny Lofton Jr. He's a baller. He's big. He plays like, kind of like Charles Barkley. He's a big dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, he got a smooth game, though. He does. But boy, is that guy Victor Winambanyama from France? Yeah, they've been talking about him for a while. Dirty. You think he's basically Rudy Gobert with KD's skill set? That's a problem. Like, Damn. dude block shots, but then he'll hit you with the uh-uh. Has he then pull up jumper for three? Dude was scoring. Oh. He, him and they posted videos of him playing against Rudy. Scored on Rudy like three, four times in a row. Rudy couldn't do shit. And he's just as tall. Like, how tall is he? What, like six, six I think, eleven? I think he's Something seven like foot. Like, he might be seven foot. Justin, real talk. Let he's me definitely see. a pro for sure. Oh yeah, and I he think he's only. I think he's. I don't think he's, he's nineteen years old. He's oh, seventeen. Oh. Yeah, he's seventeen, and he's seven two. Jesus, seven two and seventeen years old. My Hopefully, gosh. he can stay healthy. Yeah, he got to get some weight on him because he's super. Same thing with Chet Holmgren. Both are super skinny. I'm interested to see how Chet does in at Gonzaga this year. He gonna ball. He better. He better. He ball in college, Because Kenny Lofton Jr. looking looking like he trying to get the best player of the year. He got a smooth game. Definitely can lose a lot of tech. Yeah, so we are gonna see. Justin, how you feel real quick before we get up out of here? Is 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 what you gonna call it? Bailey a baller? Bailey, the uh kid that plays on Bronny team that Drake dating his mama. Ah oh, man, I got <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Because I didn't know that that was his his mom, man. I thought like that was just his girl, and then I'm like, come you on, thought Drake. Drake took his girl? <laughs> I thought no, like no, like, no, no. No, I thought like that. No, I thought that was his girl. Like he brought to the game. Oh, okay, okay, oh. okay, okay. No, that's yeah, Amari yeah, Bailey' that was... mama. Yo, that's too much, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's that's why Drake went to the games. Drake, that's definitely why he went to them games. Drake was trying to smash. My man rented out Dodger Stadium. That's some baller stuff, though. I can't lie. That's baller. But I I need to see more of him, honestly. I haven't really watched too much of him. Okay. So I got to see more of his game. Okay, that's all I wanted but to know. For Drake to be doing that, man, like, come on, Drake, that's that kid's mom. Man. Nah, Mark, get to listen to Certified Lover Boy early. I'm, I'd be hype if I was him. Let me get the Drake <laughs> interview. Let me get I need the, all that. the album. I need all of that. You want to date my mama? Cool. I want to cool. come. I want to come to the Yolo Estate, my nigga. I want to fly wanna on the private jet. Yeah, I bro. To, I want to come to to the concerts. I need all that. I need the mer- I need all the clothes. I need the shoes. I need all that. Run me, run me my pockets, nigga. Oh yeah. If you want my mama ass, run me them, run me that merchandise. The OVO Jardins, I need those. I need it. I I need it. I need the interview. I need us to sit down, film it. And the thing about it is, bro, I wouldn't even feel that asking for it, bro. 
I'll be like, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be so straight up about it, like I'm real straight up about it. Like, yo, Drake, I'm gonna need that. I'm, I'm gonna need a jacket or an album or something. Over I stuff. need like, something. That's I'm a fact. Need something. Like, you could date my mama cool, but I need it. I need, I need it. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right, just tell the people they can follow you at on social media. Yeah, everyone can find me on uh, my Twitter is Justin Baptiste Four, Instagram Justin Baptiste Twenty Two, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat Justin Baptiste Twenty Two, and uh, check out my my blog TrickBelays.com. I've been uh, covering the NBA draft, so I'll be coming. I'll be dropping some some more players uh, this week, so check that out. Make sure y'all go follow Justin. Check out his blog, TradesAndLays.com. Put the link in the description of the uh, bio. So y'all go check that out. A lot of good draft coverage. Schubert, tell the people where they can follow you at on social media. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ashubert14. Uh, Bros to Binge podcast. Be back at the normal time this week. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see Zola. I'm hoping I can by Wednesday. Yeah, if, if, if not, then we'll do something else. Definitely bad. We'll so else, definitely Loki. We'll get definitely back on Dave. Dave. I'll be caught up on Dave. I'm caught. Like, I'm we'll get caught back up on Dave. We'll get back on uh, Loki for the finale. That um, you know, we'll be talking about uh, whatever else is popping up. Uh, they did have WitcherCon, so we'll talk. Yeah, the Witcher trailer that is happened out. during the Witcher because we just talked about it last week. We were like, oh, well, we haven't seen anything from the Witcher. Like, what, what's this season two coming out? But uh, WitcherCon released it, so we'll talk about it. That's a fact. So be sure to check out Bros Who Binge. Also, there's going to be, there should be a new Run It Back this week. We're reviewing Usual oh, yeah. Suspects. That should be out this week. Also, uh, a new anime talk will be out this week, as well as, yeah, no, that's it. That's everything. And then, but make sure if you haven't checked out the latest Never Less Than Ill, check that out. There is an anime talk from last week because we we, did, we wanted to catch up a week. We didn't want to be behind. So there is a, a newer episode out, and then you're going to get the one on Tuesday. But other than that, that's pretty much it. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, and make sure you subscribe to Spotify and Apple. But for Schubert, for Justin, for Doom, my name is Lyndon. We'll talk to you next Monday. As always, until then, peace.